Hello and welcome to another episode of Fresh Word right here on CTN Las Vegas. My name is Pastor Aaron Pino and you might recognize me as the host of Las Vegas United. But did you know I'm also a pastor right here in the Las Vegas Valley? The name of my church is Overflow Church. We are in the northwest part of the valley, Centennial Hills. We meet at Centennial High School, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. And listen, I am so excited to be here with you today because I have the privilege of sharing with you a fresh word. And I believe that what God has placed on the inside of me that I'm going to be delivering to you today is a word for you. Whatever you're going through right now, whatever you're walking through right now, whatever you're facing right now, I believe that today's word is going to bring fresh strength and faith to you. Friend, I don't know where you're watching this from. I don't know what you're walking through, but this is what I know. No matter where you're at in your life, no matter where you're at in your faith journey, it's always good to have a little bit more strength and some fresh faith. And so today, I want you, as you're listening to this, as you're watching this, maybe lean in a little bit more. If you're at home and you're able to, go ahead and take some notes on this because I guarantee you what I'm going to be talking to you today is going to make a difference in your life. And so stay tuned and open your heart to what God is doing right here in this moment. Now, I know we might be separated. You might not be in this wonderful studio with me right now, but I believe that there is no time or distance in the spirit. And so wherever you're watching this from, if you will open up your heart to what God is doing, I believe that what God is depositing will reach you right where you are at. So are you ready for the word? I'm ready for the word. So if you, uh, if you have your Bible, just go ahead and turn with me to Matthew chapter 14, verses 22 through 33. And if you don't have your Bible, it's all right. I'm going to read the scripture for you. Okay. So here we go. It says this, immediately Jesus made the disciples get into a boat and go before him to the other side. Well, he dismissed the crowd. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up to the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But the boat by this time was a long way from land, beaten by the waves from the wind, uh, for the wind was against them. So catch this picture. Jesus and his disciples had just spent a lot of time ministering to multitudes of people. And Jesus says, hey, guys, I want you to go to the other side and I'm going to catch up with you. And so Jesus sent his guys to the other side and he goes up to the mountain to pray. Verse 25. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus came to them walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, it's a ghost. Now, let's just pause there. OK, a lot of Jesus's disciples are seasoned fishermen and they're used to the winds and the waves. OK, but one thing that they're not used to is a man coming and walking on the water towards their boat. And no, duh, they're going to say, what in the world is going on? It's a ghost. Now let's continue to read. It's a ghost. And it says that they cried out in fear, 
But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, take heart, it is I, don't be afraid. And Peter answered him. This is the part that we're going to focus on. It says this, it says, Peter answered him, Lord, if it's you, command me to come to you on the water. And Jesus said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, Peter cried out, Lord, save me. Now that's a really good prayer to pray. I mean, if you're sinking, call out to Jesus right? You might be here today. If you were in my church, I'd say you might be here today and you might feel like you're sinking. All you have to do is call out to Jesus. Let me tell you, friend, you might be where you're at right now, sitting on your sofa in your living room. Maybe you're watching this online somewhere. I have no idea, but you might feel like you were sinking. All you have to do is call out to Jesus. Come on, somebody. So Peter said, Lord, save me. And Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying to him, oh, you little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. And those in the boat worshiped him, saying, truly, you are the son of God. Now, friend, for the next several moments, I want to talk to you about what I call the flow of faith, the flow of faith. Now, whether you have just given your heart to the Lord, or maybe you've been walking this thing out for a while, you're in the flow of faith. Maybe you are a minister who is maybe a pastor or a leader in your church. You were in the flow of faith. Maybe it is you are a godly entrepreneur, business person, and you you feel called to make money for the kingdom. You, my friend, are in the flow of faith. I believe that every single person who is watching this right now, you're in the flow of faith. And so you might say, Pastor Aaron, what is the flow of faith? I'll tell you what the flow of faith is. The flow of faith is the process that it takes. Watch this now that you must walk through. It's the process you must walk through to obtain the promises of God. You see, I like to tell people this in our church. You have to be able to go through the process because the process makes you. If you were to obtain the promises of God without going through the processes of God, the promise will kill you. Now, let that sink in for just a moment. The promise will kill you if you have not prepared yourself to receive the promise by going through the process. I can't tell you how many times I've heard of people maybe inheriting money and the money breaks them down and they're worse off than whenever, when, after they spent the money than whenever they first got the money. Have you ever heard of someone winning the lottery before? And they get this downfall of cash to them. And the statistics tell us that many people who win the lottery are worse off after they win 
than before they win the lottery. They're more in debt. They're, uh, they go bankrupt. They have more things without the fulfillment that they thought he'd bring. And I believe the reason being is because they just got a downfall of the promise without knowing what it was like to walk through the process of what it would take to even steward money. And so you might be here watching this and you're saying, you're new you're, and you're, you're new to the faith and you, you want the things of God. God has spoken to you and he's called out to you and he said, Hey, come into the family of God and he's grafted you into the family. And now you're walking this thing through and you want everything that God has for you. Or maybe you're the ministry person and you have a vision from God to see your sphere of influence radically changed. This is for you. Or maybe the entrepreneur and you're trying to scale your business right now from maybe six figures a year to uh, uh, seven figures a year and you're trying to do it. This is for you too. The flow of faith, I like to break it down in what I call the four G's. The four G's is the flow of faith. You ready for them? I'm sure you just said, yes, yes. If we're in person, I say, come on now, you ready for the flow of faith? And our church would go crazy. I love our church. Shout out to Overflow Church. We get it there, y'all. We like to press into the things of God and our people are hungry. And I believe that I'm talking today to someone across the screen from me right now. And you are hungry for the things of God. So are you ready for the flow of faith? I'm just imagining you're here with me in the studio. Listen. The, the way I break down the flow of faith, I do it into four G's. I'm going to tell you the four G's and we're going to break each one down. The four G's are this in the flow of faith. Number one, you need God. Number two, you need guts. Number three, you need grit. And whenever you go through those first three, you'll have, you will see the glory. God, guts, grit, and glory. So let's break that down. So here's Peter, an experienced fisherman out in the sea with the winds and the waves going, and he sees Jesus walking on the water. And I don't have time to go into it, but I love the example of faith that Peter models for us. He looks at Jesus and he says, Jesus, if that's really you, call to me. Jesus, if that's really you walking on the water, tell me to come out on the water with you. Listen, friend, you might be here today and you say, Jesus, I want everything that you have for my life. I want everything that you have for my family. I want everything that you have for my church. I want everything that you have for my business. Jesus, if that's really you, call me to come out to you. So in the flow of faith, what has happened is God has given you a word. God has released to you and shown you his promise. For Peter, it was saying, come out on the water. But for you, it might be something completely different. It's the vision for your business. It's the vision for your family. For you, it's maybe it's the vision for your life. And the first flow to the flow of faith, the first key to the flow of faith is get a word from God. You're watching this right now and God has spoken something to your heart. You're in the flow of faith. God gives you this word. And what I like to tell my congregation is this. What I really like is whenever it's a God idea, you don't have to worry if it's a good idea. Come on now, my God, tweet that one. Do people even tweet anymore? I don't even know. 
But listen, you don't have to worry if it's a good idea when it's a God idea. You don't have to worry if it's a good idea when it's a God idea. You know, for me and my wife, Ashley, we came out here. I grew up here in Las Vegas. And several years ago, I thought I would never be back to Vegas. God spoke to my heart, come out to Las Vegas, Aaron, and start a church. And through the course of time, God began to speak this word into my heart. And honestly, friend, you know what I know? I know that the thing that I'm walking out now, pastoring Overflow Church and having uh, connections and networking in the city and seeing people radically saved and coming into the kingdom, that's not an Aaron Pino idea. Because honestly, it's not a good idea to come out in the middle of a pandemic and plant a church when you have no friends and no family in the city because all your friends and families moved away. That's not a good idea, but guess what? It was a God idea. And you, my friend, don't have to worry if it's a good idea when it's a God idea. So the first key in the flow of faith is this. You need God. The second key in the flow of faith is this. After you get a word from God, you need to have guts. Let me say it again. In the flow of faith, after you get a word from God, you have to get guts. What do you mean by that, Pastor Aaron? I'll tell you what that means. You need to become fearless. You have to stop looking at the winds and the wave and realize that there is one on the water that is calling you to come. And if you're ever going to walk on the water, you have to get out of the boat. Listen, friend, I know, I know what it's like to have a vision, to have a word from the Lord and for a split second, have a spirit of fear, try to grab me and rob me from the promises of God. Listen, if you're walking through that right now, if you're going through that right, right now, just know this, you're not weird. It's actually normal. One of the things, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop some nuggets here. One of the things that will keep you from entering into a spirit of faith to obtain the promises of God is not doubt, but fear. It's fear. Because what fear does is fear makes us put our trust in something else rather than the power of God. What fear says is, I know God can, but I don't know that he will. I know that God has spoken this, but what if? What if God has told me to move out uh, to Las Vegas? And what if it doesn't go the plan that I thought it had for my life? What if I have this vision for my business? What if I have this vision for my family and for my ministry? And I spout nothing happens. Listen, friend, that is a spirit of fear. And if you are ever going to enter in the process to obtain the promise in the flow of faith, you not only need a word from God, but you have to get guts. You have to become fearless because the reality is the winds and the waves are going to happen. The winds and the waves. If you're going to do anything significant with your life, if you're going to do anything significant for the kingdom of heaven, if you're going to do what you feel like God has called you to do, listen, the winds and the waves are going to happen. Well, Pastor Aaron, like, why are you speaking, you know, all this negativity? No, it's not negativity. It's the reality. Come on now. Don't, don't let me preach this by myself. If I was at my church, I could hear all the old mothers going, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Listen, you need to hear this, friend. 
the winds and the waves are going to happen. But what you have to do is you have to get over the winds and waves and you have to get some guts because if you are ever going to walk on the water, you have to get out of the boat. This is good preaching, Pastor Aaron. I know. Thank you very much. Man, I mean, I really good. I know. Thank you very much to God. The Lord is good. Thank you, Jesus. So you need a word from God. Then you need guts. The third key to the flow of faith. You ready for it? You ready? I don't know that you're ready. I can't hear you. Okay, you ready. I, I, I heard you through the screen, all right? The third key to the flow of faith is your first one is God. The second one is guts. The third key is you need grit. Grit. For those of you who don't know what grit means, it means you need to adopt a spirit of perseverance. You need to adopt a spirit of when the going gets tough, the tough get going. You know, I love the story that we just read of Peter getting called out to the water with God. I love the story because Peter failed the grit test. <laughs> Peter was the example of what not to do when you're trying to do something. And so here's Peter. He gets a word from the Lord. God, if it's really you, come out in the water. And Jesus says, come. So Peter gets over the spirit of fear and he gets out of the boat and he starts to walk on the water. Peter, great job. We commend you for that. And so here's Peter, he's walking on the water, and it says that Peter took his eyes off of Jesus, and instead of looking at Jesus, he looked at the winds and the waves, and he became afraid. Hmm. Let that sink in. And the reason why I want you to let it sink in is because Peter was like many of us. What do you mean? I'm a, I'm a man of power. I'm a woman of faith. I, I, I don't look at the wind's waves. Like, man, come on, stop it now. Stop it. Just, just stop it. Okay. I know, I know you are, you are a child of God and you are a spiritual being, but let's just be real for a second. Okay. We have all looked at the winds and the waves and maybe you have, have are saying, well, well, no, I haven't. Listen, 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 listen. We, like Peter, at one point or another, have all failed the grit test. Come on now. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I'm preaching like how I preach to people in my church, okay? Don't look at me like that. Listen, maybe you haven't, but I definitely have, have stepped out to do something for the Lord, to step out. I've stepped out on the vision that God has given me, and I, I, got, over, I got over the fear, but guess what happened? I, whenever I was, whenever I was walking on the winds and the waves, I got my focus and attention off of Jesus. <gasps> no way, Pastor Aaron, you're a pastor. No, listen, yes, I have. And if you are real with yourself, you have to. Mm. My God. Now don't get mad at me, okay? Don't get mad at me. I'm just, I'm just being, I'm being, I'm, I'm just preaching out of my life, okay? I'm preaching out of the word. I'm giving you examples from my life. Peter showed us that he failed the grit test. And you know what's amazing to me? Even though he failed the grit test, he was still used by God. 
And even though you're watching this and maybe you failed the grit test, can I encourage you in this? God still wants to use you. He's going to give you more opportunity to step out and to believe him for the impossible things in your life, to step out and to see the vision that he's given you accomplished in your life. Let me tell you about me. Is this okay? So we had a word from the Lord to come out to Las Vegas. We say, this is great. This is awesome. So we had our plan in place. This was at the end of 2019, and we're going to travel around the country. We have lots of friends. We're going to preach. We're going to lead worship because that's our anointing that we have. And so we had our plan. We had worked it out. We had, we had lined everything up. We were going to leave our, our, our job in Chicago, and we were going to travel full-time preaching and doing music around the country to raise awareness of our church and to raise our income to raise the finances we needed to plant the church. So we leave our job. We lived in Chicago at the time. We left our job in Chicago. We go out for the first two weeks, and it's great. We record a worship album. Uh, shout out to the worship album. If you're looking, go ahead and, and uh, iTunes, Aaron and Ashley Pino, Overflow Worship. So we record a worship album in Austin, Texas. Then I go to San, uh, San Jose, California. And I come back home to Chicago after San Jose, the second week out, and the, the global pandemic hits and the world is shut down. And I say, oh, my, oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. Like, what are we going to do? I went home and I told my wife, I said, babe, what are we going to do? And the woman of God, she said, the house in order because we're still moving to Las Vegas. So in that moment, we had a word from God and we had to get over our fear and we got over our fear and we stepped out in the middle of, of 2020 to plant Overflow Church. We overcame the spirit of fear. And as we're out here, we're plowing away, we're plowing away, we're plowing away, we're plowing away. And we adopted a spirit of grit. Now, listen, as you have the grit, as you as you're walking through this level with the grit, know this. The grit sometimes, I don't like to call it a grind. I like to call it the plow. Because whenever I hear grind, it's like, ah, we got to mill this over. We're grinding. No, I like to look at it as a plow. Because whenever I plow things, I'm actually breaking up. Ready for this? I'm breaking up hardened ground that will eventually receive the seeds of God. That way he can rain on the seed and it'll bring forth the harvest. But that's a whole nother message. Come to Overflow Church, y'all. And I'll tell you about how to break up the fellow ground. And we'll do all that, right? That's another message. So we adopted the spirit of grit. And as we're plowing through, listen, there were times as we're, as we're being faithful and consistent and it looked like God wasn't going to come through for us. Mm. And in that, in that season, and I began to read the word, I realized, can I meddle for a little bit? I can. I think I will. I realized in that season that the timing of God is perfect. But, and I've heard people say, God is never early and he's never late, but he's right on time. You ever heard that before? Listen, can I, can I, can I share my thoughts with you on this? Yeah, I believe that he's never early, but sometimes I think God likes to come late. <gasps> did you really just say that right now? Yes, I did. If you don't believe me, ask Lazarus in the Bible. Lazarus was dead. Not for one day, not for two days. He was dead for three days. No, nope, no, nope, no. He was dead for four days. And they told Jesus, hey, your friend Lazarus is sick. You need to come right now because if you don't do something, he's going to die. And Jesus said, no, I'll, I'll, I'll take care of that later. So Jesus comes four days after Lazarus is dead because he wanted to prove to himself that he was Lord over everything. 
not just prove to himself, prove to the people around him. He didn't, God doesn't need to prove to himself nothing. He wanted to prove to the people there that he was Lord over everything. You know, I believe that God sometimes comes late in our situation because he wants to see if we can remain faithful even when it looks like he's not faithful. Mm, I'll preach a real good right now. The reason why he wants to see if we can remain faithful, even if it looks like he's not faithful, because at the end of the day, what God is wanting to do is he is wanting a spirit of faithfulness to come alive in our heart. Listen, friend, the flow of faith, God, guts, grit, whatever stage of, of this process you're on, just know this. If you do not quit, you will eventually come out on the other side and you will win. If you are trying to raise your family right now and you're saying, God, I am praying and contending for my family to know you and for them to be godly and to give their hearts for you. Listen, friend, don't stop praying. Don't start prophe Don't stop prophesying to them. Don't stop believing God for the turnaround. If it's for your business, if it's for your ministry, listen, don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Keep going. Adopt the spirit of grit and believe God for the turnaround of that. So the flow of faith. First one's God. The second one is guts. The third one is grit. And lastly, the last stage that I like is glory. Glory. Because I believe if you do not stop in the middle of the process, you will eventually obtain the promise. If you do not stop in the middle of the process, you will eventually obtain the promise. Listen, friend, for me and my wife, we went through the process. We went through the process and oh, have we seen the glory of God? Oh, thank you, God. I feel, I feel him right here in this moment right now. I feel the presence of God in this moment because as I reflect on his goodness and his glory, I can, I can feel him. It's like he's washing over with a cold bucket of water right now. And listen, friend, you might be right where you're at. He wants to do the same for you. So we went, my wife and I, we went through the process. We went through, through the, through the, God gave us a word. We had guts. We got over the spirit of fear. We grow and we plowed this thing through the spirit of grit and we've seen the glory. Can I tell you this in our church, since we've started in February of 2021, we've seen financial miracles take place where we have literally seen miracle debt cancellation take place in people's lives. We have seen a, a woman, she was on the show here, uh, uh, the show I have, Las Vegas United. God healed her of stage four cancer. Here in Las Vegas, we have seen people come into the kingdom of heaven. We have seen lives radically change. We have seen families. There's a family in our church right now that, that they were, they were all messed up and they were, they were, uh, dissension was all over and they came to our church and God healed their family. Listen, friend, you need God. You need guts. You need grit. And if you do not quit, you will see the glory. I pray that wherever you're at on the floor of faith, that God will give you the grace, the power needed to accomplish the level and the, and the, in the stage that you're in. Amen. Let me pray for you, Lord, bless them. Everyone who's watching in Jesus mighty name and give them the grace that is needed to see the promise as they walk through the process. Lord, we love you. We thank you. We call it done in Jesus' name. Listen, friend, I love to see you at Overflow Church. We meet every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Centennial High School. The address, you ready for it, is 10200 West Centennial Parkway, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89149. Or if you want to check us out, the, uh, the website is right down there, overflowchurch.co. God bless you, and we will see you next time.
Bye-bye.